This year, one of the friends who I call my Chicago family, one of my Chicago family members is working his way through the canon of Christmas movies. He's a methodical guy, which is good because he works for the public health department and we want those methodical people working in the public health department. Uh, what it means for his Christmas movie project is that he's done all the research and looked at the best Christmas movie lists and Rotten Tomato reviews. And um, his research and his personal experience has led him to the decision to save It's a Wonderful Life for tonight after the service because he said simply, oh, it is just so good. <laughs> like he's sort of the first one to have noticed that. Um, he finds it too good to savor in public. Um, it needs to be in the comfort and privacy of his own home. And I think, at least I can excuse his enthusiasm because he only saw this movie for the first time last year. His partner is not here for this Christmas movie project. He says it's because the movies are nostalgic. I've watched several Christmas movies already with my friend this year. Earlier this week, before we watched The Nightmare Before Christmas, my friend had not only the fireplace going, but also was playing on the television Netflix's 60-minute-long Fireplace for Your Home classic edition. Like, the television fire and the actual fire were right next to each other, and I couldn't not say anything. But my friend said, yeah, with zero embarrassment. I really want the wraparound experience. Christmas, for some of us, is a holiday of longing. And I only say some of us out of respect for you if you disagree, but really I think it's a holiday of longing for all of us. A holiday of longing for connection or time with loved ones or for loved ones who are gone or for what we wish the ones we have could have been. A holiday of longing devotionally for the love of God to come close in the recognizable, manageable-ish form of a baby. And yes, a holiday of longing for the presence that you want. A holiday that, and this time I do mean it, for some of us is about nostalgia. Longing for what's been either in our own lives, when the kids were younger, when we were still together, or longing for some imagined time. Some people love that bittersweet longing feeling, like, cue up, have yourself a merry little Christmas, you know, like, mm, I'll be home for Christmas. Delicious. For other people, that nostalgia is a trap, a trap of sadness, a trap of longing for what is never going to be again. For some people, it's a trap that's set by somebody else who's longing for a past that wasn't honestly all that great for everyone involved. I don't, maybe that's what my non-Christmas movie-watching family member feels like about nostalgia. Apparently, cultural nostalgia, the kind of widespread longing for the past that results in things like a reboot of Ghostbusters or a mass interest in baking sourdough or even grasping at the possibility of making a country great again, all of that widespread nostalgia apparently kicks up more strongly in times of crisis after war or political upheaval or natu natural disasters. Nostalgia is an escape from reality, an escape from right now. It's even an escape from the future with all of its unknowns and with all of its ominous guarantees of change. A change is coming. But the story that we have told again tonight, this ancient, familiar, maybe even for some of us, nostalgic story, 
It's not actually a story about the past, or not only the past, not mostly about the past. It's not only about what was for those in the story for their present moment, which was, by the way, a moment that wasn't great for everyone involved, a moment that was marked by bureaucracy, all that registering that was supposed to happen, and inequality, and injustice, and uncertainty, and upheaval. The story we tell isn't only about the past. The story we tell again and again is a story about the future, a future with hope for all people, a future that makes angels sing and shepherds hit the road in the middle of the night, a future that is marked by good news. Which doesn't mean it wasn't scary. We only read it once tonight, but over and over again in this story, right before people hear the news from God about the future, they get told, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid, Zechariah, father of John the Baptist. Your unreal, improbable prayer of fatherhood has been answered. Don't be afraid, Mary. You're going to have a baby. Don't be afraid, Joseph. Go ahead and marry Mary. Don't be afraid, shepherds. Yes, yes, the whole sky is ablaze with otherworldly beings, but don't be afraid. It's good news. Nostalgia is comforting. No one has to tell you don't be afraid. I can't wait until both of the fires are going tonight and we're ready to watch the movie. But there is a deeper, more stabilizing, more grounded hope right in the throes of so much fear and longing and in the face of ominous promises that, yes, everything's about to change. The comfort, comfort, oh people, is that, yes, change is going to come, change has come, change will come again and again, but our God is not a God of the past or even only of right now. Our God took on the wraparound experience of being human, a, a baby, a child, a young man, a person who was brimful of the godly knowledge that the future ought not be trapped by what's been. Comfort, comfort, O oh people, because the way things have always been will be overturned and God will be there. Comfort, comfort in the hope of this night that yes, is a baby gooing and kicking its legs, but the hope of this night is not in the past somewhere near year zero. It's not in your own past, when the kids were little or when you were still together. The hope of this night, it's not a Christmas movie, saccharine and predictable, that everything's going to turn out okay. Instead, the hope of this night is a hope you can insist on. It is improbable and unexpected, and you can stake your life on it. Comfort, comfort to those whose right now isn't that great or whose past wasn't that much to write home about either. Comfort, comfort, even for those whose ways will be overturned. It's good news of great joy for all people that points not to the past, but always, always to the future and will light the way. <laughs>